This is the Douglas Robin Show. Welcome to Douglas Robin's Den of Discussion. Sometimes I keep them, these podcasts, short. A few nuggets, an idea or two. That's, that's all I often am looking for when I'm searching for information, improvement, to maybe clear my mind with, with something positive and breaking an old pattern. Um, you know, don't always have time for an hour, hour and a half, though some of those can be great. But that's why I'm often doing just short nuggets, just giving you something to, to get you through the morning or the day and just something I want to want to share. So, uh, and, and as you all know, this is an informal podcast, um, just sharing information back and forth. And that's what, what people are all about. Um, so I wanted to get into something today that can plague you or set you free. And that is love. But on the other side is regret. Something I was thinking about when I was hiking in the woods today with my dog is if we don't love ourselves enough, we aren't going to be able to love and honor who we are. I'm going to say it again. If we don't love ourselves enough, we aren't going to be able to love and honor ourselves and the love that we can bring forth into the world. And this is where regrets will pop up. The girl that maybe you deeply loved, but you were too scared to, to you know, uh, self-conscious or, or feeling small, too small to say, hey, I care about you in this way. Um, but there are a few things I wanted to say. So th these are the ideas that get trapped in us. This is the energy, the emotions, the consciousness that gets trapped in us. When I was younger, um, uh, I did not have much self-esteem. Um, thought the world was sort of against me, that, that, that you weren't even supposed to really share your love or you were going to be more hurt. But if you don't share your love, what do you, what do you end up with? Only hurt. It's a strange thing the mind does, right? It wants to protect you in some way. It's a self-defense mechanism to, for survival. But on the other hand, it will crush you. And then you will feel nothing but pain and regret. So you're better off sharing, obviously saying, hey, I love you, or I'm interested, or, or going for something than putting yourself out there. Uh, instead of the brain trying to control the outcome and protect you from getting injured or more injured, and that's why it's doing it, because there's an injury in there already. But at the end of the day, all you're left with is pain and emptiness. And so we have to find ways to love ourselves enough to honor the love that we have to share, the expression we have to share. Life presents all these beautiful things to us, like a girl or some other thing that you might be interested in or a boy or whatever it might be. And we want them or, or whatever, but if we can't say yes, because the pain is percolating um, and the doubts are percolating. Well, 
we're not going to have the love. We're not going to share that love. It gets pushed down. want to share a few things uh, with you, and then we'll get right back to it. Um, so in the Indian philosophy, and this is, it's so fascinating. Um, hang on one second. I want to read a few um, definitions. So there's a term called samskara. And it sounds like scar, and that's really what it is in many ways. So in the Indian philosophy and Indian religion, samskaras are mental impressions, recollections, or psychological imprints. In Hindu philosophy, samskaras are a basis for the development of karma theory, which is what you are holding on to, you will get in reflection from the world or experience. In Buddhism, the Sanskrit term samskara is used to form to describe formations. I want to read one other thing. In, in yoga, in yoga traditions, samskaras are the habits, patterns, impressions, and mental emotional addictions that most people play out over and over for their entire lives. That's that compulsion of, of some thought, some trap thing, and you keep interpreting life as that through that one little microcosm filter. And that's where the regrets are, these pains, these stuck energies that were too overwhelming for us to move through, um, this opportunity that with a girl or some other situation that we couldn't move through it. I'm gonna give you a couple examples bearing my soul today. Um, when I was younger, so I had a lot of pain. We can get into that, but that's not what this is about. So. Going into school, I was scared. If somebody wanted me to read something, oh my God, it was the end of the world if I needed to read it in, in, in front of the class. Um, I just thought humiliation was going to follow destruction. But I want to talk about baseball for a second. I loved baseball and was quite good at it. And it was this love, a true love. Ever since I was a baby, I would like swing a bat and hit, hit, hit balls and uh, Older people have told me this, that just had an uncanny ability to hit the ball um, and field. And so there was one time I was playing probably in my early teens. And I was playing first base, which was my uh, position of choice. And that's where I, I thrived at. And the coach started hitting the ball to me and, you know, squirchers, you know, down the line, diving, et cetera. Nothing was getting past. I just kept snagging every ball that he hit to me. And then he just kept doing, he just kept hitting hammers at me, you know, uh, and he probably hit 20 or 25 balls um, before, you know, and I was loving it before I started realizing that the rest of the team is just standing there watching. And of course, then that sub self-conscious mind started saying uh-oh you know they're judging me i better boot one this is sort of like just percolating up um and so after another one or two i deliberately booted one and then the coach went back to hitting to the team and i felt so small after that and I felt small because I didn't honor my love. 
I didn't honor my truth. I hid myself away for others. And this sort of happened in a number of ways that, that, it, that, it, um, that it coalesced in my life and set me on not a trajectory of liberation, but a trajectory of hiding and holding on to terrible pain, regrets, and not being able to act when beautiful love presented itself. And ultimately I walked away from baseball at some point. Walked away from, you know, girls that I liked or other things that I liked. There was a time I walked away from writing because similarly, I, I, there was pain associated with it that it was just going to go badly or not work out in my favor. And my brain was like, well, pull back, pull back. You're going to get more hurt. Well, what does that accomplish? It's, it's so counterintuitive. It it's boggles my mind that the brain would say, well, yeah, something that you want you could get hurt at. Yeah, okay, but what are you left with? Only emptiness and hurt, guaranteed hurt. That is inevitable hurt, right? If you do not pursue whatever, you are guaranteed to fail and be unhappy. If you pursue love, pursue the passions, well, at least you can say I made an honest effort and you honor yourself so loving oneself enough to honor what one loves. There's a gentleman um, who's a brilliant mystic, Indian mystic. You should look him up, uh, Sudguru. Uh, he, he will open your eyes and, and change your life. <laughs> uh, because again, the brain's always trying to control everything. But the brain can't control time. It can't control the moment. And when, when we go into, so for instance, uh, I'll give you another example. I play softball. I started playing, you know, uh, baseball again. And so I used to play softball and the brain, wow, you got to hit a home run today. You got to do this today. You got to do that today. And all it does is cause stress. And when I get to the plate or get to the field, it's not joy now. Now it's this self-conscious. I have to perform, you know, a, a little song and dance routine. But it isn't joy that I'm bringing to it even though that's why I want to play softball. But then the brain, that ego kicks in, the psyche is saying, well, I have to control it because I'm going to be better that way. I'm going to excel that way. And the truth is you do the opposite. When you try to control everything, you create so much stress in the body, friction, tension, worry, judgment. Oh my God, what if I fail is on the other side of that. And you ultimately don't do well because you're too stressed. Right. And when we're joyous, when we're happy, amazing things happen for us. Right. Doors open. We meet people. We have a great, you know, great experience. But when we're stressed, bad things happen. So um, to get back to Sudguru, uh, someone was saying, was asking him about what did it, what was his sort of dream for the world or himself. And he said, I wanted to help the world or whatever he said exactly. And, um, you know, there were 5 billion people, five and a half billion people in the world at that time when he was much younger. Uh, and he said, well, we've only reached about 500 million people. He said, so I'm a failure. And then he paused for effect and said, 
but I'm a blissful failure. So follow your bliss. That's it. I hope everyone is well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our responsibility as humans to keep opening these doors and healing. And to get back to the samskaras for a second, it's getting in there, putting love in there, forgiveness, because these things aren't happening anymore. Right. That that's that line about, you know, if you keep repeating yourself and expect something different, that's insanity. But that's what that really means on a deeper karmic level. You keep expecting change, but you keep repeating yourself. It seems like you're working hard, but you're just running in place because you're not changing. So we all have to let these things go. And it's very hard sometimes because these impressions, these imprints are so loud. They're so intense. Sit with them. Let them move through. Apologize. I'm so sorry. I love you. But there's a consciousness that's trapped in there. And there's a love that's trapped in there. That's it. Hope you're all well. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.